1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Sports Bar with Danger and the Bill's Bill's Dolphins. Hey! off by Terrell Bernard! Mike Danger.
2: The Bills aren't going to be scared of Miami. They're going to go into this game, whereas we might view Miami as this team that just put up 70 against another professional football team. The Bills don't care about that, and they know this team is a team that they beat two out of three times last year, including in the postseason.
0: Gene Bataglia. My concern about this there are the two guys in the back end, Hoyer and Hyde. Do they get beat over the top? Does Tua pick apart? Are these Dolphins receivers running back at all? Are they just going to run past these Two guys. I'm going to be fascinated how McDermott plays those two guys this week. The cheetah! Do whatever you want, bro. I, I don't got opinion on that. Buy yourself that the Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift romance is a PR stunt. Wow. Colin Kaepernick. J-E-T-N.
1: Jets, Jets, Jets.
0: Jets. The guys, emotional times in Baltimore and right around baseball after the passing of Hall of Fame third baseman Brooks Robinson. You've got the postseason shaping up. By so mm-hmm. it's actually a good thing for <laughs> baseball to have new blood in the playoffs. I want to buy this so badly. Nice pass across. Scores! Brandon viral, lets it rip. Buffalo's 4-1 win, and of course, Sabres are right back at it tonight. 95.7 FM and AM The Fan, Rochester. We
2: check in with our pal, Armando Salguero, the original Mr. 305. From Outkick, we'll talk some Bills, Dolphins here in a couple few. We appreciate you stopping by the Sports Bar. It's Danger and Bataglia at 95.7 FM and AM 950. You can find The Fan Rochester where we sound our best. The free-to-download Odyssey app on your smart device when you ask it to play 95.7 The Fan. Our video stream up for you as well at The Fan Rochester on YouTube and Twitch. I'm just over here laughing to myself, just amusing myself with Our our last guest, uh, P.J. Glasser's Baltimore accent. And, and, you know, we've, we've kind of ripped off the SVP, Timmy Kirkshin bit, but it's just too good to not execute when you have somebody from Baltimore
0: that you're close with. You have to throw names out. Well, this happened just by accident because when we were talking about the women's world cup of, of soccer and PJ it came just, out, yeah, you know, but I'm Megan Rapino. I'm like, what? Who? <laughs> and we had to stop. Like that was not planned. I'm like, wait, who is the woman uh, that plays on this team? Sometimes with pink hair, PJ. Oh, Megan Rapino. Oh, yeah. Megan Rapinoe. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Baltimore
2: accent and it's fantastic. And it, it, you know, it got Tim Kirkshin for years whenever SVP would drop it on him. And it gets me. I I, I have a friend in Baltimore who will drop it on me and it's a guaranteed laugh out loud for me every time. If you can execute a Baltimore accent, if you're from Baltimore and you talk that way, I'm going to crack up. I'm going to point and laugh at you. And PJ Knows exactly where we're at. He knows exactly. I mean, and on top of that, he gives us some winners. So we love having PJ around. And if you missed him, we'll get that up and on demand for you shortly. You can listen with uh, Odyssey Rewind in the free to download Odyssey app. Go back and listen to any part of the show that you may have missed for the next 24 hours.
0: That is such a lovable accent down there in Maryland as compared to... I don't know, Mike Deidre. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take my daughter to the Bills game and oh, have some hot wings. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to go up
2: to Buffalo, and I'm going to go get some hot wings and blue cheese,
0: and then after that, I'm going to take my kids to the Bills game.
2: I think I need to take her to the Pinto Ron ketchup mustard ceremony. I don't even know where that is. got to be honest. I've gotten uh, directions. Yeah. I've gotten multiple, uh, multiple invites uh, on X and uh, Yacht Rock John. Okay. Uh, is is I guess tight with Kenny uh, Pinto right, right. so'll we'll, we you know we might be making the rounds just looking around, just soaking it all in, not looking for trouble, not looking for debauchery, but just taking in
0: all of the sights and all of the traditions of a Bill's game day. It's I, our
2: first game after all.
0: I hadn't done that in a while and the, for the Bengals playoff game, uh Trista Crick, but she was parked on the other side of the world and you forget how bit when i say over of the other side of the world if you're walking from california all the way to the other side of the field house that was a 40 minute walk mm-hmm. what i had to go find Tristan. and finally i find her through the crowd so yeah it is just it's a massive City. Here's my question: If you see Ron, because isn't this thing the bowling ball? and He's going to give you, cherry you get the bowling shots? ball yeah. shots.
2: You get the ketchup yeah. and mustard thing. The whole thing, yeah, and yeah. and the the food. Uh, I I don't know that the that the uh, file cabinet pizza is part of their tailgate. I know that that's somewhere around there. It's I'm I'm excited for all of it. I'm more excited for her than for me, um, but and she's. You got got to understand, like, she's out of her mind. She's texting me while we're on the air. Do you want to go shopping for Bill's gear tonight, or should I just go get some right now? She's excited to go out and get her Bill's gear so she can represent on something. Leah, your father's on the air. Can I wait till 6 o'clock? You know how I am. Yeah, I, I, know. I, I have a hard time sometimes staying focused, Gino. You know? and if I you, know. If it sounds like uh, I'm operating the controls here with my feet, it's because uh, I've got, uh, I've got a, a, my text blowing up from uh, my, my daughter on the secret text. so give me the uh, forecast. 75 and
0: sun. Perfect day. You see the forecast next week? We're going to be getting up to 80 by next Friday. See,
2: I don't need it to be hot in October. 75 is fine 75 is fine but if you're telling me it's gonna be 80s in october that that feels weird that feels off to me the leaves on the trees are just gonna sweat and then the first day that we get to like 40 they're all gonna fall off oh, at once. oh my
0: gosh yeah l- l- listen to this tuesday 82 wednesday 84 thursday 83 we friday went- 85 oh my goodness What's going on? That's all next week. That's all next week. I'm not going to complain. No,
2: nothing's going to change until Section 5 football season ends and then and then, then <sighs> we'll get the crap. bad weather, right?
0: Yeah, it will be like the first Friday night, oh, I can go home and then, nope, crappy. Sorry Danger. <laughs> You're out of luck. Uh we're go- we're going uh, downtown
2: again uh, on Friday for Friday Night Rivals. We have uh, Spence support and uh Wilson on uh, on Friday night. That'll be fun. That is the all these games are fun. Absolutely, and we've been blessed with what you're describing. Great weather, weather. every Friday night. Has it's been because
0: great. they hired us, and that's what we demand.
2: Yep, yeah, it's in our writer. We we will only come out if the weather is is appropriate. <laughs> Uh, we'll talk to Armando here, Armando Salguero from OutKick. He used to cover the Dolphins for the Miami Herald as well. And so he knows this team inside and out and plenty to dissect with Miami here. If They're, they're off to a hot start, a 3-0, obviously. And everybody wants to talk about the 70 points that they dropped on on Denver on Sunday. Um, but it is a team that the Bills you know, have had some struggles with, but have gotten the better of here for the most part. Josh Allen. God, did somebody cross my feed that if, if he wins on Sunday, he will have now beaten the Dolphins? Nine times.
0: Oh. You you're you're not you're not losing if that's at stake here. That's right. Why didn't somebody point this out to How us many before? sacks
2: did they have of of Sam Howell? Nine times. If Allen wins on Sunday, it'll be how many wins against the Dolphins in his career? Nine times. I think we know where, where this is going. Yeah. Come on. You've got some sports bar karma working for you, Josh Allen. Get that win on Sunday. Um, all that aside, th- what has what Armando seen through three weeks? What's different about this team? And am I crazy, or do they actually look faster this year than they did last year? They were fast last year, and it's a lot of the same guys, but they look faster this year.
0: yes. But I also want to get Armando's perspective. I mean, w- w- what we saw out of Denver was that just Denver laying down. I mean, when you're seeing H run freely and Mike White with rainbows over the top, it can't just be all Miami. The guys are supposedly getting paid on the other side too. So I, I would just we we forgot about the, <laughs> the, the, the 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 defensive coordinator there in Miami now. Oh, Vic Fangio. Yeah, that was a revenge game for him. In that one. <laughs> Yeah, well, I thought
2: it was going to be a revenge game for Sean Payton, the team that wanted to hire him that couldn't hire him because they tampered with him. Yeah, Sean Payton, uh, none too pleased in the postgame on uh,
0: Sunday afternoon. And I guess I would be the same way if my team quit on me. They quit. I think all NFL head coaches have some degree of a-hole in them. He has a lot Big of it, time. Yeah. Big time. Big uh, time. So we'll get Armando's thoughts next here in
2: the Sports bar. We'll get some more news and notes from the NFL throughout the course of the afternoon as well. You can join us at eight six six four fan eight six six four three two six. 4326 Armando Salguero from OutKick next in the Sports Bar on the Fan Rochester.
1: Odyssey has sports for every fan.
2: Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A U. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum
1: $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: Top Shelf Sports Talk. You're
0: hanging out in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. Most really good offenses do that. Um, Sal mentioned Kansas City. Um, They make you... You know, do something that you don't really want to do, or that's not in your wheelhouse. So um, that's why they're good. Uh, they 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 put you out on the edge and and uh, and try and get you in, in bad positions.
2: Buffalo Bills head coach Sean McDermott on the Miami offense, which will put you in awkward wow. awkward conditions, including seventy points scored against. It's all anybody wants to talk about. We want to talk about it. As they come to town Sunday to take on the Bills, Armando Seguero joins us in the Sports Bar, the original Mister Three Hundred Five from Outkick. Uh, Armando, this offense, to my eyes, if it's even possible, looks faster this year than it did last year. How?
3: They um, they are clearly, uh, you know, tilting and deciding on moving towards speed. And quickness over size and strength. They added uh, Devon Achan in the draft and he was inactive the first game of the season and he wasn't really supposed to be that big a deal. He came in on Sunday kind of as a, you know, uh, a change of pace and a let's get him in there type of situation. And he rushed for 200 yards. <laughs> <laughs> and he is uh, he is just as fast as any of the other ones. Uh, there's talk about Raheem Mostert and Tyreek Hill racing, and Mostert thinks he's faster than Tyreek Hill. And if anyone knows anything about Tyreek Hill, dude's fast. And so when you've got that situation going on, yeah, they're obviously a, a team that – Believes that speed kills, and they did to the Broncos.
0: Yeah, it, the the story that Dolphin fans were actually booing at the end because, well, they didn't go for the record there. Seventy, I didn't think a team in this day and age could score seventy, and it's a credit to Miami. But Armando, what does this say about Denver? Did they quit in that game?
3: Absolutely, they quit. It was it was. If you watch the tape, and some people do, there there are moments in the second half where the Dolphins are running the football, and they ran it for 350 yards. They're running the football, and there's five Denver Broncos defenders on the ground, and they're making no extreme effort to get up, and when that's happening, typically, uh, the next day, defensive coordinators answer for it with their jobs. Obviously, Vance Joseph didn't this week, but that was that was pathetic, what the Broncos did.
2: So Armando, we're looking forward to this matchup. We remember the matchups last year, and they were all very, very tightly contested. Uh, what what do you see that's different about Miami coming into this this matchup against the Bills, and what do you see about the Bills that are different this season versus last season when the Bills were able to win two of three?
3: Well, I mean, let me go with the obvious and the low-hanging fruit. The last two times the Bills uh, played the Dolphins, uh, or at least the last time, Tua Tungavaloa did not play, yeah. right? And so, uh, and that was in the playoff game, and it was still somewhat close. Um, look, Tua is in, a, is in a zone right now. He threw four touchdown passes last week. He had three incompletions. So... Uh, he's feeling good about the fact that, uh, there is belief in him with the coaching staff, which he didn't have before. Uh, and he's feeling good about the fact that he's not getting hit. He's been hit the fewest of any quarterback or the least of any quarterback in the NFL this year. And that's a huge deal for him because it affects durability. And that's what he has been questioned about the last couple of years, his durability. Uh, So that's important. And the fact that they're getting the ball out so quickly, it's very frustrating. The fact that they can, in fact, run the football is also very frustrating for defenses and has been.
0: Armando Salgero from Outkick, our guest here in the sports bar. So, when you look at this Buffalo offense, now, week one, now would say it was just a terrible performance, but they figured it out the last two games, albeit against, you know, competition that's not going to be quite up to what Miami presents. My question, Armando, is Vic Fangio, how do you think he goes about defending against Josh Allen and the Bills offense? Well,
3: so I was at that uh, Bills. Season opener in New York, uh, and I covered that for kick. And the defense of Josh Allen is Josh Allen. If Josh Allen shows up and is not careful with the football and wants to play hero ball and um, you know turns the ball over, then the Bills are going to grind to a halt. It's as simple as that. If Josh Allen is taking care of the football, it's problematic for Vic Fangio and every other defensive coordinator in the NFL. Uh, there is no stop Josh Allen formula other than hope that Josh Allen um, just isn't careful with the ball and turns it over. Um, Vic Fangio knows defense. He's, he's maybe, well, he is the highest paid defensive coordinator in the NFL And this year he has shown a penchant for blitzing late when in the past he has been the, I'm never going to blitz. I'm going to get my pressure with the front four or, Hmm. you know, my four rushers. They're going to pressure and I'm not going to blitz. Well, he's blitzing now, especially late in games.
2: Armando, Mike McDaniel uh, a byproduct of the Kyle Shanahan coaching tree. And I think what Shanahan has always done is found ways to get his players in positions that that highlight their strengths uh, rather than, than you know f- try to force them to improve on their weaknesses. And I'm curious. It, it's clear that that's what he's done with Tua. We've always kind of viewed Tua as a one-read quarterback. We've always kind of viewed Tua as somebody who's not great at throwing the ball downfield. Um, where he becomes a little bit of a liability. What can a team do? What can a defense do to maybe get McDaniel and, and Tua off off of uh, their groove a little bit here? Is, is it about getting pressure with that front four? Is it about dialing up uh, some blitzes, something exotic to, to kind of get him to do more than, than what he's been doing so far this year, which has been exceptional, but let's face it. I mean, it, it's kind of masking the deficiencies in Tua's game.
3: Yeah, there's two things and it's hard to do. Number one is, make him come off that first read. And you're absolutely right. Tua is typically a one read and plant your foot and throw it to the guy that you were going to throw it to before the ball was snapped Right, and the ball is out and now you're not getting hit. And if you're not getting hit, your chances of, you know, being durable the entire season and, and actually being available increases dramatically. Those are the things that have hurt him in the past in that sometimes teams force them to come off the first read and now he's holding the ball and now he can get hit. If you can force him to come off his first read and hold the ball, it's a totally different ball game. The problem has been that outside of Bill Belichick a couple of weeks ago, uh, no one has been able to get him to come off that first read because he's got a very good uh, playmaking core. He's got a very good wide receiver core. Tariq Hill is great. Jalen Waddle is great. Um, you know, their running backs are available and have all, all of them have good hands. It's, it's problematic to make him do what you want to do because he has answers to practically everything.
0: Armando Salguero from OutKick is our guest. Armando, danger hates it when I play the what-if game, but honestly, when it comes to Tua... There's a couple big what-ifs. It was only a couple years ago on Halloween where Tua's up at the podium in Buffalo after a rough loss, and there's all these rumors and, and speculation that he's going to get traded to Houston, but that didn't happen. Uh, whatever uh, Deshaun Watson didn't do, uh that that trade did not happen. And then you had this story that maybe Tom Brady was going to come down from the high tower. And just, just the idea that the Dolphins openly were trying to move off of Tua – how has the the locker room rallied around tua like because it's one thing to show talent but does he have that kind of it factor in that locker room is he liked by his teammates
3: he's loved by his teammates and and it's easy to do right now right because i mean he's producing yeah. he's he's the borderline mvp like at the at the quarter poll he's he's an mvp candidate And all those things that you mentioned about a couple of years ago on Halloween and the trade for Deshaun Watson, that was true. The Tom Brady meetings and the Tom Brady talk was true. Mm -hmm. All of it, Mm -hmm. true, all of it. And you don't have to go back that far. Look, the Dolphins, this offseason, they decided we're not going to offer Tua Tunga-Vailoa a contract extension, Justin Herbert got a contract extension. Jalen Hurts got a contract extension. Uh, Joe Burrow got a contract extension. All of those guys in the same draft as Tua, they got contract extensions. The Dolphins didn't want to do that with Tua because they still had you know questions about his durability. And let's face it, three games in, it looks great, but three games is not 17 games. They... they We're going to see. Let's see if he's got durability issues or not. Let's see if he can play every game. And if he can, he's going to get paid a lot of money, probably more than anybody else. And if he can't, There'll be something else
2: yeah I, I think that's an interesting uh, point Armando and I always believe that dysfunction within organizations starts at the very top and Stephen Ross is a beauty you're you're closer to it than we are so you get to see it more firsthand when do you think it, wh- what do you think is the threshold for TuA getting that extension is it is it as simple as completing a season and, and getting to the postseason is it is it something that we could see during the season based on how he's looked so far
3: my guess is that they will wait until after the season. At this point, it's it's the best scenario for both sides. In that, if Tua, who is not getting hit a lot, we just mentioned that, yep. and you know has done the work in the off season to be able to withstand hits better, he you know he enrolled in jiu-jitsu classes and he got stronger and all that, um, and he's got a different helmet now uh, for the concussions. So it's his benefit, to wait and to bet on himself because it's looking pretty good right now. No one is, is you know, come up with four or five sacks in a game against the Miami Dolphins.
0: Models, so, yeah.
3: yeah, for him, it's the best thing. For the Dolphins, yeah, man, play great. We'll pay you.
0: Armando covers uh, the NFL at large for OutKick. Um, Staying in the division, Armando, because you you were at the opener for the Jets and how quickly things change here in this league in just two weeks. And now you have these stories out in New York that there's friction between the defensive players and Salah. You have these other reports that maybe the Jets are shopping for a quarterback. So I guess the friction story, is that something you view as real or is this more New York media generated and in your opinion, secondly, like Zach Wilson, he's not it. Should the Jets actually go out and try to trade for a Tannehill or perhaps a Cousins or whoever might be available here?
3: Well, you know, Kirk Cousins right now is not available, so there's that. The Jets don't have a situ- don't have a situation where they can really, unless they move stuff around, can fit Kirk Cousins under the salary cap. That that's number two, and number three is. The whole friction thing with the defense. Have you watched the Jets' defense? They're like they're 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 not exactly you know lighting it up. They're twenty three in rush yards per game. They're twentieth in pass yards per game. They're giving up twenty point three uh, points per game, which is out of the top ten. It's number eleven. So maybe they should concentrate on being good themselves before they're worried about how sucky uh zach wilson is and and i gotta say to you there is an element of new york media pushing certain narratives Mm. um i
2: that's all i'm gonna say about that well, and, and Armando, I love playing this game because it's we're three weeks into the NFL season and we're already wondering, like, what is this going to look like midseason? What is this going to look like in the off-season? I mean, you could paint a picture here in New York where they tear it down to build it back up again and, and you're left maybe next year with Nathaniel Hackett as your head coach and one year of Aaron Rodgers with uh, a recovered uh, Achilles tendon.
3: Or they're so bad this year, that they are in the draft, the quarterback sweepstakes <laughs> at the end of the year, yeah. which would, which honestly, if you ask me, that would be perfect for them because now you've got Aaron Rodgers coming back for maybe one year at the most, maybe two. I, I doubt that, but coming back for at least one year and that, quarterback that you drafted number one or number two or whatever, he's got a year to sit behind Aaron Rodgers and ostensibly being a good player because Zach Wilson was supposed to be that guy, but he could be behind Aaron Rodgers for 17 years and he'd still struggle.
0: Armando Salguero, our guest here from OutKick. Um, I'm already looking ahead to two Sunday nights from now Dallas and San Francisco, but there were the Cowboys getting tripped up in Arizona, Armando, and, and kind of negates what they did against the Giants and, and the Jets. So I guess the question is, do we know how the story ends here for Dallas, basically? Because we're all expecting, yeah, there'll be a playoff team, but they're not going to get anywhere in the postseason.
3: That was that was bad last week for Dallas in that the, the Cardinals stole. It's like, you know that scene out of Raiders of the Lost Ark where the guy takes... The other guy's heart yeah. he shows it to him yeah. while it's still beating. Yeah. Uh, that's what happened to the Dallas defense. They gave up 220 rush yards against Arizona, who wasn't any great threat to throw the ball uh, with Joshua Dobbs. And yet they were able to run. And then Dallas didn't know what to do. They were caught doing boop, 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 <laughs> like that. <laughs> and so then Josh Dobbs was able to throw over the top. Um, Very disappointed in the Dallas Cowboys and it suggests that not just them, but Dak Prescott. I mean, dude, uh, there was one play where he threw into triple coverage and and shockingly it was intercepted.
2: Amazing. Uh, Armando, if we're going to talk about clown shoe organizations, humor me for a second. I'm a Bears guy, long-suffering. This this is the worst era of Bears football in my lifetime. I'm living through it. I'm getting text messages from my friends every day reminding me how embarrassing my team is. But you're an insider, and you have access that a lot of us don't have. Just how bad was last week for the Chicago Bears?
3: Well, so forget that the defensive coordinator was um,
2: on his computer and watching the wrong kind of film. uh,
3: Let's put it this way. HR was involved in his departure. Very good. Understood. So there's that. Um, And forget that, you know, Justin Fields, doesn't feel great about all the information he's being fed. <laughs> Justin Fields reminds me about uh, reminds me of Tua Tanga Bailoa with Brian Flores. It's not working. It's clearly not working. Justin Fields was really good at Ohio State. I saw that. I remember that. Just like Tua was at Alabama once upon a time. Maybe Justin Fields needs a different person in his ear. And I get the feeling If the arc continues, they say that they're getting better. I don't see it. Uh, If they don't, obviously, you know, Ibra is gone at the end of the season, and there will be different voices in Justin Fields' head.
0: Armando, um, if it were not for Kirk Cousins having this brain cramp, like you've been in this league 10 years and you don't understand to get up and spike the ball, um, Minnesota should have won that game. and We'd be talking about Brandon Staley and what he did at the end. Like, What does Brandon Staley have to do to keep his job at this point?
3: He has to win a lot. I mean, Brandon Staley so far is wasted. Justin Herbert, who arguably – is a top three quarterback in the NFL. Justin Herbert last week uh, threw for like 405 yards, completed like 89% of his passes, and he needed someone, and he needed to get lucky to win the game. Why? Because his head coach on fourth and one decided from his own 24-yard line with under two minutes to play, I'm going to go for it and they ran a belly play, and it got stopped. And, you know, obviously, rather than having to go 70 or 80 yards, Minnesota only had to go 24 yards to win the game. They couldn't do it, and the result says just, you know, that Brandon Staley is smart, but no, he's dumb. That dude's dumb. He does dumb things, and the dumbest thing he's doing right now is He's not getting any production out of that defense that has a lot of high-priced talent, including Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa, and he's a defensive coach! Yeah.
2: Armando, I could just... The words out of your mouth was like sweet music to my ears. I could sit here and listen to you talk football and and, and just throw questions at you all day, and I know how busy you are. And, and man, every time you join us, it feels like a gift. So I appreciate you giving us some time this afternoon here in the sports bar.
0: Yeah, Armando, what game are are you going to one this week? And by chance, is it Buffalo-Miami?
3: Well, uh, you know, I was joking with someone a little while ago. The weather's too good right now in Western New York for me to go to Western New York. Yeah. It's like, sorry, I, I, I don't do Western New York unless there's, you know... Three inches of snow, 12 inches of snow on yeah, the ground, and yeah. there's a blizzard in the forecast. I'm sorry.
0: We need you good and miserable if you're going to come visit Buffalo. Yeah. I, I love it. That last Saturday night game in December, he also came up for the postseason. I carried a shuffle because I saw the forecast, and I'm like, Armando, if you need me, I am here tonight to dig you out. And you were, you said something like, no, no, no. Fox knows if they're sending me up to Buffalo, I need something with four-wheel drive.
3: Absolutely. And that's what I get. And, you know, it's, you you guys joke about the weather there. Honestly, from someone who's coming from Florida, bring it. Because it's its fun for two days. And <laughs> yeah. then I go home. But it was fun for two days.
2: Yeah. Uh, Armando, stay blessed, man. Safe travels. And uh, we'll continue to check your work out at OutKick. Really appreciate you giving us time this afternoon. Thanks, gentlemen. You got Thanks, it. Everybody. This is a great Armando Salguero. <laughs> He's not going to sugarcoat anything, not going to pull back on anything. He's given us some unbelievable takes through the course of our time here in the sports bar. Every time Armando joins us, he brings it and he doesn't hold back. He's dumb. Brandon Staley (laughs) is dumb. He does dumb things. He's a defensive coach. Who's got defensive players that are good and high priced, and they can't do anything with their defense. He's dumb. It's the best. Isn't it? It's the absolute best. Love that, and uh, love Armando. Really appreciate him joining us here during Dolphins Week. I, I feel a little nervous. I mean, there, there's going to be a lot of challenges for that Bills defense. And how do you get Tua? To Tua's to a record needle that's stuck in this groove right now. How do you jar him out
0: of that groove so that the record can get? Here's here's a what off. you do for 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 everybody going to the game for Bills Mafia. Where's your contract?
2: <laughs> where's your cut? Con- yeah, yeah, if yeah. that's his motivation and that's what's fueling his play, they're not going to pay him because why would they? And you know, some of these guys oh. are
0: better with a chip on their shoulder. Well, in the end, then he's not going to accept a deal right now. Okay. You know what? Tag me at the end and I will take, or you make me the highest paid. And this, is, this is going the Lamar Jackson route, assuming, and know, brings this up. He's got to make it through 17 weeks. That's why the Dolphins didn't do this. Mm-hmm. But just the lack of planning. The Dolphins are going to screw this up. I don't know. I don't know. McDaniel
2: has done things and is doing things that feel undolphin like the, the mishandling of everything last year with the concussions and, and the injuries – I could chalk that up to eh, rookie head coach. Never been in that situation before. Doesn't really know. This season so far, man, you've got a guy that could be coach of the year and you've got a guy that could be your MVP, the way they're playing. And it's going to be on a good defense. It's going to be on the bills to kind of change that narrative. Jar them loose. Knock them out of that groove. Make the record skip a beat. And and then capitalize on those mistakes. Hopefully you can, you can do that. Ed Oliver. That's it. At Oliver, uh, I don't like seeing uh, Leonard Floyd on the injury report. Today. I
0: think that's going to be the new norm for Leonard Floyd. He was last week too. Yeah, uh,
2: and and Greg Rousseau, can you get to him? Can you get because he's getting rid of the ball quick? He's not looking downfield. He's getting it out of his hands fast. That's going to be the key. And Armando, Armando laid it out for us. That's uh, great information there from Armando Salgaro from Outkick. Uh, all right, we've got Happy Hour on the way next in the Sports Bar. Uh, we've got a round of shots coming up in the sports bar. We've got time for your calls in the sports bar. If you want to pull up a stool, the number is 866 4326,
0: 866 4FAN. What are you laughing oh, I'm at? I'm laughing at uh, Chris writing and let the Jets be in on the Caleb uh, Williams suite. That was another take. Like the Jets should just go out and lose now. That's a take. And the take is, like, maybe the Jets' defense really isn't that good. We're just kind of looking at that Bills game, but that was more Josh Allen just being dumb. And
2: the, and the one thing that he did mention to bring it back to the Bills is that Bill Belichick did find a way to kind of alter that offense. They didn't have a great offensive day in their win against the Patriots. So maybe that's a template or a blueprint for Sean McDermott to look at and follow as they uh, look to to stifle this uh, this juggernaut of an offense that just drops 70 on a professional football team. I still can't get over that. We're not going to see that again in our lifetime. You know that, right? You're not going to see 70 points in an NFL in, game. Not a, In a video game, sure. In a video game, yeah. yeah. If you're playing right, Madden, entirely. absolutely. Uh, happy hour next. A round of shots on the way. 866-4FAN. Get ready to start the NFL week off right tomorrow night. It's Mike Danger for FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 95.7 The Fan, because right now... All customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay for Thursday night football. We were talking about this earlier. Just place a three-leg same-game parlay on this week's game between the Lions and Packers. A tasty matchup. NFC North. You'll get bonus bets back if your bet doesn't win. NFL same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. Build your own or choose from one of the popular same-game parlays pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. Visit FanDuel.com slash Mike. M-I-K-E That's FanDuel.com slash Mike. So you don't miss out on your chance to get a no sweat same game parlay on America's number one sports book FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 plus and physically present in New York. Refund issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets. It expires seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.FanDuel.com For help with a gambling problem call one hope ny or text HOPE-NY-467
1: Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts.
2: A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.